0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenage Therapy, I'm Gael, I'm
1: Kayla, I'm Thomas, I'm Isaac, I'm Mark, <laughs> <Why>? Mark, <laughs>
0: Mark, <laughs> his signature style dog, welcome back to Teenage Therapy, welcome back to the podcast episode 125, or 126, I think it's, oh, it's 126, yeah, been dude. doing this for 126 weeks,
2: I know, so long,
0: imagine a life without, without a podcast,
1: that's a different life, zero episodes,
0: what would have... That would have been so different, dog. That would have been so different. I wonder what I would have been doing each week, each time. How right? different
1: would our personalities be? <gasps> oh yeah, my
2: gosh, our style, right? personalities, <laughs>
3: our personal development. Yeah. yeah. I'd definitely be a Kevin Nguyen. <laughs> <laughs> you one of those.
4: I mean, at least you
2: recognize Probably. it. It's yeah. like, the first time this yeah. recognizing it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Absolutely no personal growth. Mm. Without it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I would have never thought about it at all.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because it really yeah I
1: guess so. What was I
0: gonna say? Oh my god, this is so irrelevant. But I just like I wonder if we're, if it's gonna feel weird if we switch seating placements. Because mm-hmm. you know how we used to switch around all the time.
1: Yeah, now we don't switch around. It's just like me and Mark on the couch. Yeah. Wait, last time I was on the ground.
0: Last time, yeah. It's
2: because Mark wasn't here.
0: Yeah, oh, that's true. but when we're all here, like it would be weird if, no, I don't know, just.
1: I feel like this one's the most optimal. Should we just keep it like this forever? I, feel like I, like
4: I it just
2: like don't this. like how the other camera makes me look. Oh,
4: <laughs> I just don't like that, like girl. Like I only see the back of girl's head, and he has yeah. to turn around to make eye contact with me.
2: But I do like the couch because of the back support.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you get yeah. have back support.
2: But I just don't like the camera size. So
0: yeah, I literally do not like sitting on the bed. I like this because it's like good back support. Yeah. Only thing is, my legs fall asleep, and sometimes my butt hurts. So I should get a butt cushion.
5: Yeah. Should we just you get a pillow?
3: Though, yeah. yeah.
0: But anyways, this episode, um, funny enough, after 126 weeks of teenage therapy, we have yet to talk about therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this episode, you um, want to talk about therapy? Uh, I think Thomas mentioned it in the last episode, right?
4: I always mention um, therapy, you know, in, like every episode. But I've never like actually, I guess, talked about My experience with it.
5: So. um, Let's see. Where do I even start? First. um,
4: I. Initially had a very like strong. Distaste. um, Of therapy. Like I just felt like it was. It wasn't going to work for me. It was unnecessary. It was time consuming, it was expensive. It was just an inconvenience, I guess. And I always like put it off. And guy would always be like, "Oh, well, why don't you go to therapy?" But I really just didn't like the idea of having to go. Um, why not? I don't I don't know. I just felt like it
5: wasn't going to work. I don't know. Um Yeah, and also, I just, like,
4: didn't, like, first of all, I didn't want to do it because it felt like an inconvenience. And then I didn't know how to even go about it because I would have to, like, get my parents' approval, and that means I'd have to tell them. And it was, like, just super complicated. Um, But when did I get it? I got it maybe September... Oh really? Wow, that feels a long. It feels time. like wow, September wow. or October. I don't know, but it was around that time. So I, I've been going for like four months or so, wow. and um, it's been good. It's been better. Uh, I don't know. Um, you guys are probably wondering, like, well, if you had such like um if you didn't like therapy so much then why did you go and what pushed me to go was that I, w- I was in this like really really horrible um like mental state probably like the worst i've ever been in and like i guess getting therapy wasn't necessary necessarily like a um a option but like I had to do it, like, I felt that I needed to do it to be safe and to keep myself safe and to protect myself and basically just stop myself before I make any, like, dumb decisions. And so, it was just, like, any other day, it was, um like, I, I think I just finished class
5: I was in my room and I was, I was really sad. Um,
4: my emotions were very overwhelming and I didn't know what to do about it. And I guess what I did next was kind of impulsive. And I told my mom that I really needed help and I needed to go to therapy and, um, I was a little afraid of what she would say because my parents never have been one to, um, I guess, like, talk about mental health, nor do they really believe it, but that was a long time ago, and I think my parents, or at least my mom, have definitely educated herself on what mental health is and how common it actually is with, like, every teenager And so, when I told her, she was actually very supportive. She was, um, yeah, she was quick to call my doctor and try to, like, figure something out and all that. And another reason why I didn't want to tell my mom was because I didn't want her to worry. I think that was, like, the main thing that was keeping me from asking for help. And that was because I didn't want to worry my parents. Um... Because you know my parents already have like a lot going on in their lives, and I didn't want to burden them with you know having to worry about like just keeping me alive i guess and um when I told her she was i don't know, but she was um
5: i don't, i don't know give me a second.
4: Um, so eventually, eventually I did go to my first therapy session and my therapist is really good. Um, she's super sweet and I feel like really close to her now. Um, and I like that she also came from an Asian household and so I felt a little more, um, like personal, I guess. And we could, you know, relate on that kind of experience. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Uh, and over time, I guess. I guess it's just been good. Like m- My experience with therapy has been really good. I wouldn't say that, you know, you go to therapy and you go to a few sessions and your life's going to be all like. All that much better, but it definitely does you know, encourage you to at least try. Um, But I do remember that when I, when my therapist asked if I wanted to go on antidepressants, I was, I was, I really did want to go on them because I felt that it was necessary at this point that I needed to go on medication um and so i told them i told my therapist yes but i needed my parents approval and i didn't know what my parents would have said i thought they would have been okay with it but when i told my mom she was very against it uh she didn't want me to like be too reliant on like a drug in order for me to be happy or anything and she was worried about like the side effects and you know that's totally understandable but oh my god, it was it was a very intense night because like the whole family got involved and everyone was crying or it was just like me and my mom crying and you know, my mom said that the reason why she doesn't want to go back to work is because she's worried to leave me alone and that was like the biggest like that was the thing I didn't want to happen. I didn't want it so that she had to worry about me. But now that I've opened up to her and I told her that I need like serious help. She really does worry for me and I don't know, I guess it's just you know, as a parent you want to know what your parent what your child is going through and if they need help. And you know, I think it's better that my mom knows than to to just be like suffering in silence but i also wish that i didn't have to make her go through that you know um sorry i i'm just like rambling and sharing everything that has gone
5: on regarding my therapy i guess um yeah i think that's it um i think therapy has i don't know um because when i
4: got therapy um i really did want to make an active effort to get better and improve my life and i think that's you know the main like drive and motivation i have to keep on going um
5: I don't know cuz it wasn't like I It's hard to cuz I mean I had I did wonder if like
4: therapy was actually doing something for me um or am I only just being happier because I'm trying myself and I think it's just like both I think um having a therapist really does allow you to you know get some new insight and make you realize some things that you wouldn't have realized on your own so i do recommend therapy and i wouldn't say that every therapist is going to be right for you and it might take a few tries but i really do think that therapy is worth trying out
0: so yeah so you don't think it's useless anymore
4: no, I don't think it's useless um and um yeah, it's not useless, but it is expensive uh and i and that that's what really bothers me is that therapy is expensive, and it's just stupid, like i don't I think that just speaks for itself i it's just dumb,
5: yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's 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 kind of um it's so upsetting because I know there's a lot of people that have the same mentality as you that I don't wanna tell my parents about my struggles because I don't want them to worry about me which I always had a hard time wrapping my head around it because I feel like I mean it, it, obviously when you're like in a healthy state of mind it's the answer is obvious it's better that you tell your parents have them worry about you for a few months than make them go through the pain of you possibly dying and just you know passing away because of a dumb mistake but i could see how when you're in that state of mind it's 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 just very fuzzy and like in your head you think you're doing the right thing by not worrying people. When in reality it's it's not like that at all. I think I think people, maybe it's because when you're in that state of mind, since you have such little emotional capacity, you start to feel like everyone else is the same way and that, that they won't be able to handle a little bit of worry and they're going to just like not be able to handle it. Or why why do you think you, you that
4: was your mindset? Of like why I didn't want my yeah. parents to worry?
0: Yeah, like I mean, how do you view it now? Like you you if you had a kid, you have a kid, right? And you love them very much, they're like all that you wanted and you wanna take care of them and see like see them grow old. Would you rather they kill themselves or would you rather help them and be worried about them for a couple of months? Okay.
4: Well, obviously, yes, I'm
5: going to walk to help them. Um, I don't... Well, okay. I think
4: it's really, like, common that children don't want to tell their parents. And, you know, not everyone has that close relationship, nor do they have those parents that are able to understand mental health you know they just Mm -hmm. don't necessarily like believe that it's an actual thing um and so i mean yeah like i i like i don't really know what you're asking i
0: think i don't know it's just like a weird concept and it's just trying to understand like what drives people to think like that and how you could help them like get out of that way of thinking of like i don't want them to worry but i think maybe it also has to do with the the relationship you have like you said and the love that you've received from them i think that if if you're if they have shown that they constantly like they worry about you they care about you and they've shown that affectionately and constantly and you have a good relationship and you really do feel like they care about you i think i think it'll feel a lot easier for you to to tell them and not feel like you're burdening them but I think if you have a relationship with your parents that's um, that's out of touch and that's very, very iffy and not very strong and they've never truly shown and expressed their love and care for you, then I think that's when it starts to feel like that's when it starts to feel like you don't deserve their worry, you don't deserve their care. And you start to feel like if by asking them it's a burden because they've never done it, so for them to suddenly start doing it now you feel like it's a, it's going to be a bother for them. And I think I think maybe that's why a lot of people feel like feel like that. And just have that same mindset of I don't want to burden them.
3: And I feel like people have this mindset where they can take care of everything, where they believe that they can take care of everything. And because of that, they choose to hold the burden themselves so that they don't give it to their parents, or people that they care about, because they believe that it would be less work for them, and that I can handle this, but, like, what ends up happening is that it is gets too overwhelming, and they kind of, like, go into this cycle, like, oh, now I'm very sad, and then I'm gonna go release it in, like, a, I'm gonna go cope with it in a unhealthy way, and that kind of gives you, like, that temporary pleasure, but then when they receive or when do they, and then they go back to the mindset. Okay, then I'm gonna go handle everything again. Does that make sense? I don't think it does. Let me go rephrase that.
4: I think it does. Um, I know I was like that too. Yeah. And I felt like I could get better on my own. Uh uh-huh. But if that was the case, then why was I unhappy? Like yeah. basically my entire life, uh-huh. and nothing has really changed. Yeah. So, yeah. You. You. You know. Don't burden yourself with like having to keep everything inside and I guess like putting up a front or having to just, where you feel like you can get better on your own. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like, that isn't like impossible, but you know, it's nice to have help. Yeah. There's no reason for you to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
3: And I feel like, um, uh, like for me personally, it it depends on the way you grew up too, because the way I grew up, I basically had to hold everything in, not tell my parents or my uncle or whatever, because they always said that like hold your ground, take care of yourself and stuff like that. You're not you're gonna be alone. Um when you grow up, like your friends are never gonna be there. Or they're always gonna they're not always gonna be there for you. And then I sort of like had that mindset and because of that. I didn't really like. I didn't really like relying on anybody else but me, and that's why I brought up like the mindset before because I feel like I had that mindset where I had to take care of everything so that I can make it easier for everybody else, and that's why I didn't tell anybody how I felt or how I truly felt inside.
5: Yeah. Uh,
2: I think for me, like how you mentioned, Marco, like telling other people how you felt or whatever. It was just uncomfortable for me. <laughs> um, yeah. And a part of me felt like, I know this is like so wrong and like twisted, but like I didn't. I didn't want to make it seem like I was asking for attention almost like even though what I was feeling was like valid or whatever. Um, I just didn't want to make it seem like I wanted like their attention or their help or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like similar to you where like you sort of just ball- bottled it all mm-hmm. in. I do the same thing. Yeah. Like, did you guys
5: ever feel that way?
2: I don't know. Like, why Why I would think that way? I think it's mainly because of, like, my family. Again. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, where most of this stems mm-hmm. from. Like,
3: family. I feel like a lot of problems that we've had yes. to this day comes from family. Exactly.
4: I think a lot of people, um, they don't like people feeling bad for them. Yes. But yeah, I feel yeah. like I have the opposite problem. I think I like having people feel bad for me. Yeah. Um, I think it's why, like, I it's so easy for me to, like, kind of be vulnerable sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's because I know that I'm, you know, my feelings are getting validated oh, okay. and people are listening and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, I guess that I'm recognized for going through all this hard shit, and yeah. it kind of makes it, you know, feel a little better. I don't know. Sometimes it, it kind of feels wrong to say that, like, I like being pitied sometimes. um, I feel like I always, like, try to pity myself. Yeah. And it might be, like, a reason why it's hard for me to move on from things is because mm-hmm. I, you know, I like wallowing in my own suffering and pain and, yeah. But that's just me. I don't know.
2: Yeah, we're sort yeah. of the opposite with that too, where like you sort of try to like how you mentioned pity yourself. Where me, I would try to like invalidate my own emotions.
1: Yeah, like saying dude. I'm the opposite because like my own family, I would always put up a front, and I feel like kind of ashamed if I really showed my weaknesses because I, I just feel weak, right? Like if if they um ever wanted help from me or something, I'd feel like they would hold back because I'm like mentally unstable or something like that. So yeah, it could take a like a lot of time for me to open up.
3: Yeah, I, I de- definitely de- myself. I definitely agree with that, like the weakness part. It doesn't feel nice to be pitied. Um yeah, that's like I'm like opposite of you Thomas. Yeah. I, I don't like being pitied. that's why right when Giles sometimes calls me like small or po poquito.
0: Pobrecito. Dude same like, yeah, I'm I, don't
3: like, like, like those, hey. I don't like those I don't like those terms. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me yeah I
1: don't, I just don't like, it. like I know sometimes like people have good intentions with that, but it yeah. just feels like degrading like
5: uh-huh. I think
4: that's why like it's so easy for me to like validate other people, yeah. and like when they tell me their problems, it's really easy for me to understand why it's a problem because I don't know, like yeah, but something else I wanted to say was that I think the i think the self pity and the desire to receive pity from others it comes from like just a place of not receiving Mm -hmm. like attention and Mm -hmm. the right care i guess when i was younger and i guess it's just fulfilling my you know the needs i never you know, was yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Like, sounds, it makes perfectly sense. Yeah, I hope that makes sense. I just never got the care that I should have gotten as a child, and now I like getting the attention now. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: You have like the will to like seek the attention you want, right?
5: Kind of.
4: Yeah. Um, I wouldn't like. <sighs> I guess it's like just the Leo and me, but also <laughs> also. Talk, just
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 But also
4: it's, it's just like um, like I I wouldn't call myself an attention seeker. Like I'm very shy. I'm I, I don't do well in group settings, or like just with like a lot of people. If yeah. there's, like a small amount of people, then I can go crazy. But like big groups, I don't like and you know i I don't like that people might you know see me as an attention seeker um, but I guess like I kinda am I don't really know, but it's it's like I don't like when there's a lot of attention on me, but I also like when people can feel bad for me because
5: then they I guess are nicer or just treat me better. Yeah. Um. Do you think
3: that's healthy? Um.
4: Well, I don't really, I don't think so. I think it, it just puts me in, like, this constant cycle of having to require another person's validation or attention. Just, like, i guess to feel better about my own problems
3: mm-hmm. um when and and like do your problems like ever get solved
5: from that uh
4: it's well that's a little difficult to answer because i don't really know what my problems are and i guess like my problems are just i don't know i feel like there's a new problem like every month um I think like nowadays it's a lot better um yeah. i think i I'm able to like validate my own emotions and my own problems like just on my own, and I don't you know you're seeing a lot less of um self pity tweets on my twitter, yeah.
5: so I think that's something um I don't know, I think. Uh, Yeah, I I can't really answer that. I think it's just... I'm learning how to
4: be able to just be okay Mm
5: -hmm.
4: with just me. Mm.
1: I feel like there's such a negative connotation around, like, seeking attention. Like, as long as you don't become too reliant on it, I feel like it's fine to seek attention if you, like, you feel lonely or you really need, like, some help validating something.
4: Yeah, I just, like, growing up, I I was always like, people made fun of me, and they would (laughs) say that I was, like, an attention seeker, or, like, when I said that, like, I remember when I was, like, really sad, and I was, like, I could have, like, depression, I think people said that I was just saying that, or, okay, I remember that when I um, came out, people said I was just Saying I was gay <laughs> just for attention.
5: Oh, and yeah, it's just dude. like. Sounds right. I mean, <laughs> like. Attention
1: seekers yeah. like seek attention the most.
4: Like this whole, yeah, this whole thing, I was just seeking attention. Being gay. That has been one were, big prank, yeah. special I,
3: experiment. I did have an idea.
4: So, yeah, th- I think that's why I have such a negative connotation of being called an attention seeker. It's okay if you want attention. Yeah. It just kind of hits me a little.
5: Definitely. dude those
1: <laughs> that call there's attention seekers for sure they're always wanting attention too so
5: <laughs> yo,
1: like nice. if you're gonna call someone that really think maybe you want attention too and you're just jealous of the attention they're getting yo oh damn. Damn. wow yeah. is really hitting
3: it <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> keep it going keep it going damn, <laughs>
5: too many
1: people
3: we dealt with dude it seems like um
2: you like have some sort of experience with it. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: like just all around like even in high school middle school elementary there's always like people getting attention right like the Uh most attention in the class and stuff like that yeah and people just get so jealous of that right like just because someone has a lot of attention and stuff it doesn't mean that they're seeking it and they're like purposely pitying themselves just for it sometimes it just happens and that's Mm. fine if you want attention so bad maybe you should seek it as well shouldn't be ashamed of it if you really need it right
3: it's like they're reflecting their own insecurities yes other people that's just
1: for everything in general. A lot of people do that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All of us have done it before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like every time a person criticizes another person, they're reflecting their own insecurities on them. And I believe that because I've definitely done that myself. I um, I could admit that. I remember like, I had this friend and then I would like, just in my mind, I would just think of something that they would do and I would just like
1: judge them for it. Dude, same, and I feel so guilty because, like, yeah. I don't mean to bring them down, but it's just, like, in your head. Yeah. Your insecurities are just...
3: Yeah, and, yeah, the thing that I'm judging them about is something that I do. Yeah. And I feel like the reason why I judge them because I'm sort of mad at myself that I have yeah, that that's... character trait or whatever it is that it's like they do. like, something you want to change yourself,
1: right?
5: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I For feel you,
1: sure, I... For sure.
2: It's so easy to say that because I recently have been recognizing... My own bad traits that come from my dad,
3: oh shoot, For yeah,
2: really? and I'm oh, like, oh, I'm just like, holy shit, and like i it's so weird to see that yeah. like like I have some of his bad traits, that's where they stem from, yeah. <laughs> um when
1: you grow up, you just pick up so much stuff from your family, exactly, yeah, really. and like especially friends as well, like the same thing can happen, yeah. you know exactly. when you pick up on their It's habits?
2: like sometimes, like. When, when, like, for example, when I'll be annoyed or something,
5: mm-hmm.
2: I'll be, like, a little bit more harsh in my tone <laughs> with, uh-huh. like, my mom or something. And then I'll see my dad do the same thing. And I get so angry. Like, I, I get so angry to see him, like, being mad at my mom or something. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, but, like, <laughs> but then I recognize weird. myself. I'm just like, I did the exact same thing. Yeah. Dude, my excuse to and... my head is
1: like, they're an adult though. <laughs> so like, they have more time to learn. I don't know, but, but it's just
2: I have been recognizing it recently and I don't like it.
3: Yeah, like, not for real. That's so the same I thing. I want to change it. Same thing with me because my mom's boyfriend, right? Like, he um treats my mom and like, he like does some things that I'm not okay with. But then I, I see myself doing the same thing to my mm. mom and... When I see that, I'm like, oh, man, like, he's rubbing off on me. You know, it's crazy.
2: Exactly. And I've also been noticing the traits I get from my mom, yeah. where I think it's just, like, we're emotional. Oh yeah, <laughs> We're, like, emotional people, because, like, this is so weird. But we were listening to, like, this song, mm-hmm. and, she, and we are just, like, listening to the lyrics, and it was about, like, this... This guy that lost, like, his lover in a car crash. And we are both, like, crying over it. <laughs> oh,
3: that's really cute.
2: And it was just, like, like that connection, mm-hmm.
4: you know? your, your mom's a Leo, right?
2: Yeah.
4: My mom's a Leo, too. Right? <laughs> I'm a Leo. I mean, like, Leos are
2: emotional, right? Yeah. My, my moon is in Leo. Yeah, Kayla's
4: mom is a Leo. My mom yeah. is a Leo. Um, fun fact, my... Mom is a Leo and my dad's a Capricorn, and apparently those are like the most um, (laughs) uncompatible signs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that explains a lot (laughs) growing up. Uh, So yeah, that's cool.
2: But yeah, I don't know. It's just recognizing my bad traits. It's something that I want to work on.
3: Yeah, for sure. And like, I'm changing. Knowing is like only half the battle, but that's where it starts, right? And so it's good to know like what's wrong with you or mm-hmm. what you want to fix so that you can actually fix them
1: Hmm. i have a list that's good. on my notes sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like none's like not even half it's like less it's like yeah. mostly the effort and commitment that's mm-hmm. true too i feel like that's uh, like the other half first
3: step
5: though
0: is the first step <laughs> yeah first so step. going back to the the pity thing why do you think that like affects affects your like gets you
5: angry like,
1: pitying? Yeah, like when someone pities I don't know, you. maybe it's what we we're just talking about, like, the insecurity thing. But it's just, it's just degrading comments, like, I wouldn't call someone else that. I don't know. Like, Marcus, someone called you, like, come on, my small man, why would you feel, like, oh uh, insulted?
3: Yeah, for real. Yeah. And um, there's, like, this TikTok trend I'm moving up, because it right? deals with this topic. And it's, like... Tell someone that you look like somebody that doesn't know how to swim.
0: So, oh, uh, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. right?
3: I uh, <laughs> okay. what about it.
2: Do I look like a person that doesn't
3: know how to swim? No, yeah. it's just that comment is just very degrading. And then people like in the comments. But how, did, how does that make you feel? Like you look like someone that doesn't know how to swim.
2: I honestly don't know why, Ew, like, why it's that specific it, comment that like triggers. It me?
4: affects their like yeah. fragile. I don't think it matters yeah.
1: like the skill or talent. Just telling someone they don't look like someone who can do something It's just kind of like undermining yeah. their. You look like someone who lacks words. skill at something. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. it's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Like you can know that you're bad at it, but it's just just saying
3: that comment it really strikes uh, their ego. I believe. Yeah.
1: I think I guess it's just all about
0: ego. Like whether you want pity or whether you don't want it. Maybe it's just about ego, I guess. Like, even those comments, too, they're so dumb, like, it really doesn't mean much. Yeah. But your ego gets hurt so easily. <laughs> so much, yeah. Instead of just taking it and be like, I guess so, you're like, you get angry, and you're like, no, that's not true. That's uh-huh. not true. And I think it just comes from a, a place of deep insecurity with your own value and an attempt to, to protect it.
1: I don't think it's always, like, ego. It's not, like, always, like, oh, I don't really like that comment about me or whatever. It's just, like, the fact that Someone has like the mentality to say it. This is kind of like that's stupid.
0: That's that's because that also like you know how people like like you said earlier is that like, an and so it's always a reflection of your own insecurities. Yeah. Sometimes I was like like criticism, right? Not even an insult, just criticism. Mm. Like I I always thought, one, wonder about that. I was like, is that really true? Like, is it always a criticism of your insecurity? Like, if I'm like, I'm like, uh, why are you so tall? Why are you so short? Like. Why are you... Why is your hair like that? Oh, I don't like that. Like, is that really, like, a reflection of, like, me not liking my hair or my height?
1: Not always the case, but... Yeah, in many cases, it can just be, like... You want to feel, like, the opposite of what you're saying. Like, if you got someone small, it's because you want to be bigger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes it's just simple judgments that you should, like, keep to yourself. That's Mm -hmm. true. But then...
0: Yeah, because it's an important rule. Um that people say, like, don't criticize anyone, right? Don't criticize, yeah. don't complain, don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. And that sounds good. And I, I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds, that makes sense. But then sometimes it's like, I feel like sometimes it's necessary to criticize someone and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you, like, you shouldn't do that, or, like, you probably shouldn't do that. You, like, criticize them and, like, yeah, complain sounds, a bit. I yeah.
1: think it's just the way, you, like, someone can bring it up, because some people can be really critical, like, Without thinking about the other person's emotions. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
5: You mean like
1: as simple as a cliche statement, like, I know this can like sound really mean. I'm just trying to do the best for you. Yeah. If that like adds such a difference in just being yeah, like sure. this is not, not this is not you good. Like do this doesn't look good. You shouldn't do that. The yeah. tone
3: of it basically I mean not basically, essentially <laughs> uh does make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way you it. And then I also want to say like it's a good rule to keep in mind because you always want to think before you speak. Think no. about the person. Think about Dude, yourself. Definitely. Reflect on, like, why are you saying it? Are you sure it's not just a reflection of your um, insecurity? Or is it actually, like, trying to help the
4: person? Right.
1: Dude, that's what I've been thinking about more, like, thinking before you speak. Yeah. It definitely makes you more quiet, right? For sure, yeah. But then again, it's, like, it's so important. But and mm-hmm. then again, I feel like you just hold back so many thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of feels, like, restricting as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... It's a lot more mature to think before you speak, but like you lose a lot of I, your, like your sense of self and yeah, personality. Yeah, it feels kind
0: of like frustrating because you start to feel like like there's so much to think about, so much like that could go wrong. Yeah, like it's you're
1: like, controlling everything you say. It feels kind of like I don't know. It's
0: like frustrating because you you feel like you can't say anything because it might hurt someone, and you're like, oh, I don't want to hurt yeah. people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been thinking about like about about like what's it called? Oh, I had it in my head. I was thinking a lot about, like, like when you question people, um, and I realize I do that a lot, and, yeah, like, yeah. I, I tend to, like, question people, like, oh, why'd yeah. you do that? Why'd you do this? And for me, it comes out of a place of, of, like, just genuine curiosity, like, how are you thinking about it? Like, what's yeah. your, like, rationale? And something that's just, like, I realize does frustrate me is when people take that as a hit to like their ego and Mm -hmm. like they like they get like closed up because they they feel like like i I don't know like they're doing something wrong yeah so i have realized that i really enjoy people that are confident in their own mentality and decisions Mm -hmm. and like if if i could ask them oh why'd you do that they like have an answer they know why and like whether i question them or not they're not like gonna like i don't know Mm -hmm. feel like their value is like hurt or whatever Um,
1: i feel like it's because some people are like insecure about certain decisions they make and when someone points it out and asks them why it's like oh why'd you bring it up Like you yeah. we were not uncomfortable but yeah i can see why like, sometimes you could just be curious like it's not a judgment you just want to know why
0: yeah so that's been a little bit of a my own thing that i'm like i want to ask people but not like like you said like i always think about how i could hurt them so i'm like mm-hmm. maybe they're gonna take it the wrong way i'll just be yeah like, okay cool
1: like i create some like like random false person in my head that tells me no yes no yes <laughs> yeah. and it's just so stupid i'm like what if i just remove that like just, limit
3: just know that person's not you though
1: yeah, yeah. like what yeah. if i just remove that and i just say what i want to say
0: yeah maybe you Jeez. should do that
3: mm-hmm. and i also want to say um to you guys like about the uh questions thing you know some people are not used to it mm-hmm. at home people their parents don't ask them questions they don't they just tell them, like, do this, do that, and stuff like that. And that's why, like, they get a little more defensive because they don't know what to do. It's, like, unknown. Mm. So that's why, you know, um, I'd say, like, just figure it out first. See how it, like, it affects them and stuff like that. And then see, like, over time how they answer or react to your
1: question and stuff like that. Just even having, like, just one simple conversation about, Oh, I'm just a curious person. I like to question things. that mean no harm. Yeah. That can like give them so much true, closure and comfort. Some mm-hmm. people don't
3: know that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Instead of making assumptions, that's like the worst thing to have to do in a friendship or relationship. Uh-huh. Assumptions. Make assumptions about like certain things that you guys just don't talk about. Yeah. It's such a little thing, but like, uh, you know, it's a very
5: detrimental thing.
1: Yeah, it just stays like in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Assumptions? Yep. That's, yeah. what that's what you do.
5: That's they you do. But...
0: Yeah, our therapy episode. Um, Back to
5: us. Yes. Sorry.
0: I can. No, it's fine. I guess. I think.
2: Or. Yeah. Actually, I have a little story about therapy. Actually, I, well, I've never gone to therapy. What's that? Um, but one time, it was like it was when when I went to the restroom in that bar.
5: Oh, uh, in LA?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It
2: was. It was after that day. I went home and I like asked my mom about it because I'm pretty sure we were talking about therapy that day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I asked my mom about it and about what? Basically, oh, therapy. Like, like going to therapy. Yeah, like going to therapy. Okay. What did you ask? Um, her? I was like, I will, I basically told her like, oh, like I kind of want to go to therapy, mm-hmm. and basically she just
5: said like. Sh- Let me try to remember specifically. Um I think she
2: just said like, is anything like wrong? Um and then she was like, You're fine right now and then of course it turned into like a religious thing and I
5: was like
2: I I can't
4: I just think that's one of the most annoying things that could probably happen. Like, when you're struggling, and you really are struggling, you know, mentally, physically, whatever. And then someone who is religious says that God has a plan. That this is part of God's plan. Yeah. That God, like, you'll be fine because of God. And it's, you know, it. I'll respect your religion, but...
1: It's not so, going like, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just...
3: I just want to say it sort of like invalidates. Yeah, you're exactly. Going through religion, yes, mm-hmm. that's literally what good. it
2: did. It like she's basically just saying like, "Why don't you pray?" <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like you'll immediately I feel better. Right <laughs> as oh if it's some, like immediate cure. Like no disrespect to religion. It's just I lived around a very religious people as well, and it's just like I'll oh, go pray, I'll go to church. You're gonna feel better. Exactly. If it, like if it's an instant solution, right? Mm-hmm. And I I can agree that like if you really like religion, like it can really, like, bring up your morale and everything and, like, your positive outlook on life. For sure. But for, like, teenagers growing up, that's, it's not the easiest thing.
2: Exactly. It's, like, completely different.
5: And it's just... how do they make you feel? I think... It just made me feel so, like, hopeless. Because, like, in my house, I think ever since, like, my sister left,
2: my mom is, like, the only one I can, like, somewhat express my emotions
5: to. And so then to hear her say that, it was so disappointing, I guess, like. I expected more which is my mistake i guess because
2: god i mean like he's gonna solve everything or whatever but
5: yeah it just means you feel like lonely too because i can't talk to anybody at home about it so mm-hmm. it's just like
4: yeah exactly and it's like you know that's an example of like the kind of relationships i described earlier about why a lot of kids are reluctant to talk to their parents about therapy because well like that they just wouldn't understand
5: and i don't
4: know like i just think it's super unfortunate because if they can't tell their own parents then who can they tell and i don't know it's it's like it's really sad
0: people feel trapped I mean like at least you're close to 18 and you could do it on your own almost but imagine being like 14 15 like through the worst time of your life and like you tell your parent can I go to therapy and they're just like no you can't like you you, you, you feel so hopeless and I imagine it would just be like the sense of being trapped it must be just so frustrating mm-hmm. but I don't know I think You should still try and ask um even though we just like listening to this it seems like every parent is like that and like you know we all have the same experience you never know maybe your parents different and if you tell your mom or dad they'll they'll um say yes and they'll be really supportive so I think if you are thinking about it you should at least try it um and see what happens, right? I think it's important that you you try it at least. Even if you feel like you know what they're gonna say, you know what they're gonna
5: how they're gonna act. Just try it. I guess that's it for therapy then.
0: Um
4: yeah, I think I said everything.
5: So, yeah. I, um... I think... You should try to go therapy if you can. Just do your best. This... Um... Hmm, I think that... This episode... Will probably hit home with a lot of people. Um... But I don't know.
0: This was definitely not like a very researched episode. We didn't do research on like therapy and statistics and like the effectiveness of anything like that. Because this is just a reminder that like at the end of the day, we're just sharing our stories and our experiences and our thoughts. And hopefully that helps you figure out your own experience. But if you do want professional help, please reach out. There's a bunch of suicide hotlines. If you feel like you need emergency help, if you need emergency help, you go to 911. And so, um, just remember that there's a lot of resources out there. Even um, even if you feel like there aren't, um, you just gotta search for them a bit. We'll put some um, some 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 resources in the bio of this, whether it's on YouTube or on Spotify, and. Please use them if you feel like you need it. Uh, There's nothing wrong with using it. Um, And hopefully you feel a little bit less alone in your situation. So, with that being said, thank you for listening. Is that everything?
2: Yes. Mm. Stay safe.
0: Stay safe.
2: Try to talk to somebody.
1: Don't burden everything yourself.
2: Don't carry everything in. Don't bottle up your emotions. Jeez, I do that.
3: Yeah. And it's okay to look for help. Yeah. Don't think everything's on you. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't think you're trapped because of your family situation.
0: Yeah. And I guess, I guess if there's really like, you can't go to therapy, you can't do any of this because of your parents, like, the least you could do is just, I don't know, I guess just develop like the healthiest habit possible and see, you know, maybe that might help. Um, And I'm sure you can't hurt, right? Uh, Thomas, didn't you say something that, like, you started trying to have better habits
4: and, like, it helped? Um... Yeah. Um... Uh, well... Yeah, so, when... Everything was going to shit, basically, and I... I was just super desperate to, like, get out of the situation I was in. And... I basically, like, just woke up one day and forced myself to ask for therapy and just realized that, like, Thomas, like, you've literally been depressed your entire life, basically, Um and you're almost going to graduate, and you're almost going to go to college, so you gotta get your shit, you know, you gotta confront it, and you gotta get better. And so, um, as a result of that, I guess I really did just push myself to go to therapy and have healthy habits. And this meant, like, just not listening to so much sad music, um, trying to just keep, like, a clean and comfortable space that I can feel safe in. And not relying on like substances or just unreliable sources to be validated to be validated and happy um and another healthy habit is just i guess it was just learning how to be by myself um i'm not quite there yet but i do i am learning every day how to be okay with just me and not have to have other people around me just to feel good, man um, yeah i I know it's like it's really difficult to develop those habits. those habits did not just pop out of nowhere like it I had to go through a lot, and it was just like a big self realization thing, so I don't know, yeah. Yeah, it's really just like you're like, you really need to just push yourself. There is nothing really else. Yeah, it really just comes down to personal will and how much and how badly you
0: want to get better. So that being said, thank you guys for listening. Um, Tell us if you've gone to therapy in the comments and what it's been like for you. And hopefully your story helps someone else.
5: So thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.